All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 214 of the Drunk Dashers podcast. I'm your host, still, Tyler, and we have joining me again, the man, the myth, the legend, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? I am doing so fantastic. <laughs> it's E3 is over. Yes. Um, a lot of good stuff happened. A lot of great stuff happened. A lot of sad things happened. A lot of bad things happened. Um, disappointing things happened. Um, so this week, um, probably going to be a short show. We're just going to kind of talk about the best and worst of E3. Hopefully not sick of hearing about it. And hopefully not sick of listening to us talk about it. Um, but we're going to kind of go over a bunch of different, like, small little topics. Um, just talk about overall thoughts on E3. It's been a couple days now. We've um, thought about it. Things like that. Um, so we'll jump right into it. We're going to go with um, top three games of the show. For, um, you can put them in order if you want. But what are going coming out of E3, what are the three games you're most excited about? Okay, the games that I'm most excited about. Number if one. You, you well, got, oh, you already got it? I was going to say, I can go if you if you want to think about it. Yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead okay. first. Uh, number three for me, Evil Within 2. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I love Evil Within, Evil Within 1. Uh, I talked about it a couple days ago or a few days ago, whenever it was, about Ubisoft's uh, press or not Ubisoft, Bethesda, sorry. Uh-huh. Um, press conference. Um, number two, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. That blew me away. The more we saw of it, um, that looks uh, absolutely incredible. Um, I haven't been really this excited about a Mario game in Sunshine. I don't know how long. Not, <laughs> not even Sunshine. I mean, I never really was the biggest 3D Mario fan. Um, really, maybe since Luigi's Mansion, like a, a like an actual Mario series game. So, oh, I see. Uh, I mean, I wasn't really excited for 3D World because I wasn't really. I kind of fell off Nintendo for a while. So, uh, first time really being excited for one in almost 20 years. Um, and then number one, Wolfenstein 2, New Colossus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they nailed that that um, that uh, trailer we got there, especially especially um, the comedy, the action, the gameplay. Um, killing Nazis is always fun. Uh, yeah, they perfect presentation. The guy at the end dropping acid in the middle of a fight with um, Nazis. I mean, you can't you can't top that to me at all. So, uh, what what uh, what are your uh, games of the show? My games of the show. Let's see. Just thinking back of like everything that I saw and stuff. Number three, personally, would have to be God of War, okay. because yeah. that actually okay. had a little bit more like uh, it had subtleties that really seemed like it's a natural like evolution of the God of War franchise. I don't. It's it's not like how it used to be in stuff with uh, Kratos just being sort of like a uh, anger prone, just rage factor and stuff like that with no conscience and this and that and stuff like that. It feels much more evolved the combat feels and looks a lot more like it's going to be fluid and stuff you're going to be progressing things here and there and stuff so definitely i'm looking forward to that game number two okay number two is going to be a little bit of a hard one but uh i am looking forward to that new metroid game for the 3ds Mm. okay metroid samus returns yes samus returns the thing is, I love 2D Metroid. I've played through the original Metroid. I've played through Zero Mission, like uh, Met- Super Metroid and stuff like that. Metroid, like, uh, Fu- oh, obviously Metroid Fusion, Zero Mission, this and that and this and that. <laughs> but uh, I really like the art style and the gameplay direction that they have decided to go. And it's, like, I think you were saying, like, in the last podcast, Tyler, where it's just more of a reimagining of Metroid 2. Mm-hmm. That's like the only 2D Metroid thing that I had not even beat. So this is definitely going to be the type of game. And plus, 
it is the number one reason why I want to go back and play the 3DS. I mean, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, yeah. I'll go and I'll play those. Gold but, and Silver. And Gold and Silver as well, obviously. But that is going to be the game that I'm going to pick up this fall, first and foremost, before any of those other titles. And I want to play through that game. It's been such a long time since I played a, a good 2D Metroid game. And obviously the number one the game that I have saw that uh, that is my game in the show is Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. I am so excited for that game. That's just the thing. You think that you've played a great Mario game and all of a sudden you see something akin to what uh, we saw during Nintendo Showcase and they just go balls to the wall crazy with every single thing about the trailer through the little subtleties and says i don't i don't know how the fuck they do it i don't know <laughs> how the hell they come up with a lot of these concepts and stuff it's like hey let's use mario's hat in order to like uh, control enemies and stuff like that capture them you know and then just use like a bullet bill to go into directions and stuff you can become a goomba and stuff and uh just uh get yourself into a goomba totem pole and just walk across certain terrains or hey you can go ahead and you become a hammer brother and stuff and you could toss like frying pans and this and that and stuff gotta be fucking on something dude it's like <laughs> they're probably taking the, the same drugs that that guy in the wolfenstein 2 uh trailer was taken dude it's the only thing dude, that makes sense to me super mario odyssey is probably the end result of that dude's like lsd trip <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's uh he's actually Miyamoto's father i don't know if you guys know that <laughs> oh my gosh but anyway. i can go on and on and on and stuff it was the, it's obviously my game of show because it re, it gave me the strongest reaction out of every game shown. And I, I'm a fan of video games. I love playing my games. I loved this. But it comes down to a couple factors for me. One, does it look fun? Two, am I going to pick up and play it on day one? And three, is it going to leave a good lasting impression that I'm going to remember? And all of those factors were singing in unison when I saw the reveal gameplay trailer for Super Mario Odyssey. That is fucking insane. That is yeah. insane. But, yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, and another thing, actually, this is our fifth year, actually, doing, like, an E3 podcast, and every year we've done our game of the show. Yep. Um, the first two years was The Vision for me. Third year was Unravel. Last year was South Park Fractured Butthole. And Wolfenstein Sign 2 was this year, obviously. Um, so I'm hoping this year could break the string of me hating my game with a show from E3 <laughs> with South Park and Wolfenstein 2. Because unra- uh, yeah, I mean the vision I came out, I didn't even play it for like eight months. Finally played it, didn't like it. Unravel, I mean that game, my in that game they actually literally set it on fire um, during the EDA <laughs> press conference. I couldn't believe they did it. I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't guess that that would happen. Uh, uh, so <laughs> yeah, I mean. This could be a good, a good. I mean, it was a ten day span. I'll find out if they break the streak of Tyler's game of the show as being bad. Um, so yeah, um, I don't even remember mine. To be perfectly honest, I got to go back and listen. Last year, I remember was Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, oh yeah, Justin. oh yeah, that one was fucking insane. Yeah, so I yeah. don't know. What, I remember the past years. I mean, I can go look them up one day. Um, I'll hear some sometime soon. Um, next up biggest surprise of e3 like this is positive surprise um yeah hmm. uh, mine first. <laughs> is mine's biggest surprise is metro exodius um talked about it a couple times already 
uh, love the Metro games. Um, it's a series. I honestly, a franchise I thought maybe was dead. Um, I know, uh, like last light was the last one uh, that came out in like 2012 or 13. Um, and those games kind of came and went, they did get, there was good buzz when they came out and got re-released for the PS4 and Xbox one. Um, but I didn't think we'd ever see another one and the know that the fact that the franchise is still alive, um, and it seems like it's doing well. Um, I know it's probably a couple of years out. It says 2018, but I mean, a lot of games that are said 2018, I bet are going to slip, um, a good chunk of them at least hopefully, cause there's too many uh-huh. good games come out next year. Otherwise. Um, so yeah, that is definitely, um, uh, my surprise of the show pre three. What about you, Gables? It's oh, a no. What? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a no-brainer for me. Metroid Prime 4. Yeah? I mean, for God's sakes, it's like... This is coming from a franchise that was almost dead coming through, like, after uh, the release of Metroid Other M back in 2010. That was universally panned by critics and stuff like that, but yet it was still a good game, in my opinion. I mean... There were aspects of the story that didn't make sense. The gameplay was pretty fun. Team Ninja did a great job of that game, but the lasting ramifications of that game was huge because Nintendo would not go back to that franchise for another game up until the release of Metroid Federation Force. That was like last year. Yeah. And the reaction was toxic to a, the nth degree. Pardon my pun right there. But uh, because of how they wanted traditional... Metroid, and they wanted another Metroid Prime, and then all of a sudden, after like going through that talk with the Pokemon, like uh, the lead Pokemon, like maker, you know, like game designer, whatever, creative mm-hmm. mind behind Pokemon and stuff like that, after just seeing that whole like uh, that subtlety and stuff, and seeing that four logo, and all of a sudden, the original Metroid Prime, like the music just starts flaring up. I had goosebumps. It was an absolute surprise. This was a genuine, like, excitement-filled type of announcement to where not even Beyond Good and Evil 2 did that to me. Now, granted, I may not play too, may not have played too much of Beyond Good and Evil, but even I had a good surprise when I noticed, oh my god, it's Beyond Good and Evil 2, it's finally going to be made! Nothing like Metroid Prime 4. Not even close. So, yeah, that, yeah. that's my surprise for the show. Yeah, uh, I would say, everybody, if you haven't already, uh, just Google search Tim Getty's Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, and you're seriously. In for a treat. If you want to see Genuine Joy, uh, that's a video you should probably check out. Um, yes. Moving on to um, something else. Most disappointing. Uh, so, <laughs> something that you were hyped up for um, and didn't deliver or... Something that maybe you didn't even expect, and just like, like, oh, okay, you got excited, and oh, oh, okay, that's a, that's a, okay, that oh, sucks. Let me go first on this one here, okay, because I actually can think of it right now, and it occurred during Microsoft's press uh, press conference. <laughs> Is the answer the entire thing? <laughs> no, no, okay. no, 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 no. I'm not that fucking biased. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but. Um... <sighs> The one game that disappointed me the most was that fucking Darwin game. That, uh, Ooh, that, yeah. dude, that trailer, it's like, I did not expect to see that coming out of nowhere and stuff. It's like the, you got this, like, sort of a uh, Overwatch, like, Battleborn style of 
game and all of a sudden in the middle of it you have a blurring announcer's voice just like blurred just like announcer like a competitive game right in the middle of it. it's like what the fuck am i watching why is he yelling <laughs> this and that and stuff and all of a sudden it's like for generic gameplay for this game that like i don't even think is going to be even remotely anywhere close to as good as like what they were going to aim it to be and that personally left me with a feeling like oh my god what the fuck is this shit <laughs> yeah w- would you put that in the worst game or would you put that in the most disappointing game disappointing okay all right that's the most disappointing that i saw from that okay um mine is a uh, i actually have two one for something that was there and one for something that wasn't okay uh most disappointing for thing that was there xbox one x i think um it with the ps4 pro at least we didn't we knew it was coming, but Sony never actually claimed it was coming until they announced it. Yeah. Um, so it was it was kind of hard overall to be uh, disappointed so much by it. Um, and they had some good games, big games they're hyping up um, that were going to use the power of it and show off the power of it with the Horizon Zero Dawn, Neo, um, and a couple other games come out this year. Um, and, but with um, Xbox One X, they announced that last year E3, hyped it up for a year, and then came out and then... Hey, it's the most powerful thing gaming console, and that's the thing same thing we've been hearing for a year. Yeah, it came out, and then it that was all it was. That's all they really said, and they gave out some really good, great sounding numbers that make it sound interesting. Um, but they don't really have anything right now that's going to show off the power of it, other than Forza, which um, those are always the big thing that they show yep. off for the or new console, new piece of hardware, whatever. Um, thing most disappointing thing that wasn't there is once again third year in a row UbiArt game uh we haven't seen one of those since 2014 we got two in that year we got child of light and then uh what was that game called the world war one one something valiant hearts it was valiant um, hearts yeah yeah that game and then we had like uh um rayman origins or rayman legends i'm sorry um all those games come out in like about a year span and then we haven't seen anything um since then at all um this kind of you know that was supposed to be a big thing we we're going to be able to see a lot of really impressive looking games and they those games look really impressive and also were also really great games um and we haven't seen anything and every year for e3 i get hyped up for ubisoft just for a ubr reveal and every year for three years in a row now they have let me down yeah so that that's most disappointing next one worst game of e3 you can go ahead and uh, go continue that one mine is uh skull and bones uh that game when they first oh, announced yeah. it, I mean, that looks kind of cool. Okay, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, like like we were talking about. I think a lot of people thought it was when they first showed it. Showed that little trailer for it um, and talked about it. I'm like, oh crap, they made the game that people have been wanting since Black Flag. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, and then they got to the actual gameplay and they started talking about it, and it's just like, this sounds like just another PvP uh, Twitch um, game streaming game that we have a million of right now. It's just this one's on boats, uh, which. Could be cool, could be a game, um, but I think what a lot of people were wanting after that teaser trailer and I talked about it for a minute, and what we ended up getting out of it um, were two completely different things. Um, it's like, they heard what we wanted, but then they twist it into something that they actually want to do. Um, and maybe business-wise it makes sense, but I think for a good chunk of audience that's been clamoring for Black uh, Black Flag's uh, sequel or light game, uh, yeah, that that just, that game looked like bleh to me afterwards. What about yeah. you? You know what? I, I'm actually in agreement with you right there. Skull and like Skull and Bones and stuff like that was my personal, my personal like worst showing at E3. You know the 
the worst game I saw personally out of all those conferences. Now there were others that were like were contenders and stuff like that, but uh, this one, this one turned to like from oh hey it's pirate fighting type of thing that's different from Sea of Thieves, and all of a sudden it's like oh my god it's a PvP thing that looks like it's abs- that's even worse because mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like it's that it looks like it's a standard like okay it's always online you're doing five five like like five on five and stuff oh you get to go through you can plunder ships you can you can go forth and you can like uh turn on your friends which sounds remotely like the division with ships and it's like uh, i don't want this <laughs> yeah no I, it looks I, I mean, I, it, it, personally honest and stuff it looks worse than sea of thieves to be perfect <laughs> yeah that's the way i came out of it actually if i had to pick one i'm gonna go sea of thieves no question about it at all um kind of moving on next thing um, I think we already know the answer to this one. If you've listened to all our shows, we talked about it a few days ago, uh, best press conference. It's obviously, I think, Nintendo for both of us. Um, so going down to number two, what, outside of Nintendo, what was your favorite press conference? Outside of Nintendo, my favorite press conference honestly had to have been Sony's because mm. there were uh, there were t- there were the announcements like during the show, which I kind of liked and stuff. I did like the gameplay aspect things for god of war i need to just try to <laughs> detroit the, well yeah um, the, the detroit you know the detroit game actually looked really interesting to be perfectly honest but i keep on forgetting like what exactly was at the conference it's been not even 24 hours and stuff like that and it's like i'm starting to forget things um, so so much stuff that got announced in a short amount of time so it's easily understandable yeah, I, I just liked it because there was a lot of, like, games that I was interested in, like, playing within the next year or two, you know. And plus the whole, like, confirmation before the show of, like, the release dates for, uh, like, Nino Kuni 2 and, like, Undertale. I mean, Undertale I've been wanting to play for fucking ever, so it's that's coming to the console and stuff. That definitely made things better going into the conference itself. But, uh, yeah, it was just games like God of War and... Uh, stuff like that that really it really just brought to light and stuff that the uncharted lost legacy stuff as well yeah um yeah i can see that especially with some of the psvr stuff looked really impressive undertale that's that's a big one too um for me outside of nintendo it would be um bethesda like yeah. i said uh, a few days ago they uh i think they knocked out of the park with everything they showed there i think there's something there for everybody uh, wasn't all it shown. It's a nice forty-minute press conference. Uh, no real dead time. It never really felt. Never really had a point in time where I could just look at my phone and space out and totally ignore it. Um, right. The Doom VFR looks like it could be really cool. Um, obviously, Evil Within Two and Wolfenstein Two being two of my three favorite games coming out of E3 uh, speak volumes too. And I think they nailed both of those those trailers um, and gameplay we saw for both of them. So, yeah. Uh, Bethesda. I mean, that was an awesome. That was easily the best of the um, the third party ones. Yep. Um, moving on to worst press conference. I think pretty much you and I are in agreement on this one. It had to have been Electronic Arts. Yeah, without a shadow mm-hmm. of a doubt, it was boring. There were few games, or even barely anything of interest, that we actually wanted to talk about. I mean, hell, we initially wanted to try to uh, extend our first podcast like our first episode for the E3 2017 stuff because we thought that there was going to be more stuff like announced inside the conference yeah. itself. We were going to do we we're going to do just the EA podcast on Saturday night and we just bumped it in with um uh Microsoft and you uh not Ubisoft. 
Was it micro- Microsoft? It was, was just Microsoft? it was just EA and Microsoft. We bumped oh, okay. it into. We yeah, okay. got the yeah. Bethesda, like Ubisoft and Sony stuff, like a couple nights ago. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the Electronic Arts, it's like the only things that were remotely interesting was uh, little bits of gameplay for Star Wars Battlefront Two, and like, oh hey, there's an announcement for a new Bioware game. It's Anthem. It'll be showcased on your freaking on the Microsoft press conference and stuff like that. But uh, other yeah. than that. That Battlefield 1 DLC, there really wasn't that much that was that great. It was just boring because there was a lot of, like, sports talk, and it's like... Yeah, I like my annual... I like annual sports game as much as, like, the next, like, person, but... Nah, it just (laughs) felt really just fucking haphazard. It wasn't just game after game. It was just like, okay, we'll show you a game. Now we're going to talk and, like, do this all the other shit for, like, the next 20 minutes and stuff like that, and you're going to be sitting back and listening to us lecture, or sitting there, oh, hey, here, play my game, this and this and this and this, you know, it's, that's just the thing in comparison to the other press conferences, at least for Bethesda's press conference, they showed game after game, and it was a better conference, in my opinion, than, say, EA, and there was better games. Yeah. For Ubisoft, even though there were hints and like things that were kind of funny, like the fucking like uh, Just Dance things, that looked like fucking Sub Zero doing his day <laughs> job to earn his money for the next tournament. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> that was great. I, I kid you not. Three fucking guys that look like they're dressed up as like fucking Sub Zero, and they're doing fucking dances for Just Dance. But uh, one of the highlights of E3 for me, by the way. It, it, it definitely was something that I remember. But uh, even then, they had interesting games to show, even. With the Marwin Rabbit stuff, which came like that gameplay thing, came in a left field personally, but uh, at least they had stuff that's interesting. Yeah, and with EA, it just felt boring, and it made me frustrated and angry after that conference. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Um, definitely with you, actually. Um, the Mad- I was even disappointed. Like usually, like, I don't. I'm. I like the Madden. I like. I love Madden. Um, Beam and I usually don't really, I'm not really excited to hear about Madden at E3. Um, but uh, I was really excited this year, though, with the story, with the story mode they're adding into it. And um, this is the first one on the Frostbite engine. What's it going to look like? How's it going to play? Everything like that. And we got a 45 second teaser for the story. No gameplay, nothing shown for that at all. Um, so it's a bummer. Spent a lot of time talking about esports and FIFA, which I understand FIFA is one of the highest selling games of the year, but. Um, don't care about that. I think a large part of, part of the audience even likes FIFA. Don't even care about that. Um, as far as, as far as E three goes, um, the, the the one saving grace for it to me was the story trailer for um, Star Wars Battlefront two and yep. a way out. Those are the only yeah. two things that re- made Agreed. that press conference worth it to me. Um, yeah, I mean that we got two really good games, uh, possibly really good games, at least really good looking games come out of it. Um, but yeah, it was just it felt like the stuff that. Um, that we all hate about E3 net press conferences now, where it's just like, we're going to show you a game, then we're going to talk about it for a little while. Um, yep. And it feels like the, all the other five press conferences have has gone away from that for the most part. Um, and they've done a re- I think that's for the positive. I think the press conferences were shorter this year, um, and we got a lot more stuff shown, um, and we got some details. If you want more details on these games, you, we're going to give you plenty over the course of E3. You can look up, you can look them up yourself if you want to, and I'm yep. cool with that. I think, I mean, I understand some games you want you have to show them a little bit um, to get them, like understand what's going on. I get that, and they did that with some of them. Um, like Assassin's Creed made sense. Like, hey, here's a, why should we be excited for Assassin's Creed again? And they, I think they did a good job and an understandable job of showing you some gameplay for that. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, all these games, if you're not interested in them, um, you don't have to look, you don't have to sit there and watch a 20, someone fake play a game for 20 minutes on stage or do listen to fake co-op chatter on stage. You can, they're going to do a lot, there's going to be a lot of gameplay shown for that over the next few days. Um, you guys, if you want, it's going to be on YouTube. You can live stream it, whatever. It, it's with the way the internet is now. There's no reason for you not, if you're interested in this game, you want to know more about it, you can find it. You know, um, come to think so of yeah. it, come to think of it and stuff, we, uh, didn't really have too much of that. There was only like maybe once or twice that I saw on stage or somebody's actually playing a fucking game for. Yeah, doing I mean, stuff. I think really Microsoft and I think Ubisoft had one. Um, so yeah, it was definitely um, a, the over E three overall from um, I think uh, showing the games and the press conferences. I think were better the way they were managed, but overall, I think the games and everything surprises all the things we love about E three. Definitely a down year, but still a really good year for E three. Um, yeah, so EA, worst press conference, easily. Um, next worst is probably... You, um, it'd be a tie probably between <laughs> Ubisoft and Microsoft. I think Microsoft was a good press conference, but just a disappointing press conference with what they were uh, hyping up overall. Um, yeah, that is our kind of the last of our E3 coverage for um, for this week. We You got a lot of shows from us this week. Hope you guys oh, yeah. listened to them. Hope you enjoyed them. Um, we'll be back next weekend with our uh, going back to a regular show, talking about games we've been playing um, and other news that maybe came out over the next course of the week or so. Yeah. Um, but anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to us um, with all our crazy content this week. I hope you uh, didn't, weren't bored and hope you got enough of it. I hope you're not um, burnt out on it. Um, but if you guys want to hear more from us, we're on Facebook. We have a page and group. It is Drunk Dash Nerds. So like and join us on there. On Twitter, at Drunk Nerds Pod. Uh, follow us on there. Um, at YouTube, it is Drunk Nerds Podcast. Um, subscribe? Subscribe, yeah. Subscribe to us in there. The podcast goes up there so you can like it. Um, that'd be great. And then share it. Tell, tell your friends. It'd be great. And also on iTunes, we're on there. Uh, give us a five-star review. Leave a nice little comment. It's a good way for us to get more uh, coverage, more people can see us. Um, if you do that, we'll shout you out on the show. Um, and also on Twitch, it's a good place to go uh, when we can live stream games. Louis around the, around the background, background, you can get his collar. Um <laughs> Yeah, check us out on Twitch, um, Truck Nerds Podcast. Uh, I did some streaming over last weekend of us doing for a couple hours there playing uh, Overwatch during the double XP weekend. Um, so, should be seeing more of that over the course of the summer and things like that. We've been pretty bad at it, but we'll try to get better at it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to us over the course of this week. I'll be back next week once again. I was your host, I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. So, until. Next time, everyone, I hope you had yourself a great E3. And mm-hmm. most importantly of all, guys, game on. Mm-hmm. And, and don't drink and drive. There you go. Bye, guys. See ya.